Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. This is Matt here, and I am going to review this week's movie release, Hobbs and Shaw. You probably couldn't tell by the tone of my voice, but there's definitely a smirk on my face as I introduce this movie. The Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, starring Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham and Idris Elba. So if you're looking for an impressive testosterone-flooded cast, this is it. And they all work well together. Hobbs and Shaw is the story of Hobbs, played by Dwayne Johnson, and Shaw, played by Jason Statham, who, if you've ever seen the other films in the Fast and the Furious franchise, you know do not get along with each other. And if you've seen the trailer, you know that pretty obviously anyway. Well, naturally, they're brought together to work on a project together because that is, I guess, an interesting scenario to begin with for a movie i'm assuming that if you've sat through eight fast and furious movies or if you've seen the trailer for this movie which was actually very well done by the way it knew exactly what it was doing you know what you're in for and it should be no mystery that this movie is extremely over the top it is ridiculous of course it's action-packed but don't let that deter you from having a good time among all that silliness And I'll also say, if you have not seen the first eight movies in this franchise, that's okay. You'll still be fine. I haven't seen all of them. I haven't seen the eighth one. I followed the plot of this movie just fine. There's nothing that intricate about it that's going to confuse you or anything. So if you haven't seen the others, but you're feeling intrigued by this one, go ahead and go see it anyway, because I think you'll be just fine. Jason... Statham and and Dwayne Johnson, they do have great chemistry together, and there are some really enjoyable other cameos from other cast members, and Idris Elba, I think, was the single best choice to play the part of the villain, and I'm not spoiling it by saying villain because it's very clear in the trailer who the different roles are in this movie. Up front, this movie is not meant to be taken seriously. It isn't an artistic film in any way. And I understand that not every movie needs to be that way. Sometimes the -the over-the-top silliness of this type of movie is exactly what audiences are looking for. They just want to laugh. They want to sit on the edge of their seats a bit. They want The Rock and Statham to face off with Idris Elba. And I get that. And that's the reason it is almost silly for me to point out some of the things in this movie that are simply ridiculous. Because we know there's going to be ridiculous things in it. I'll just do it for fun, though but I'll do my best to avoid spoiler material. Number one, there is a moment when action is taking place around dawn, and it's specifically called out as dawn, being, you know, the darkness of the morning. We even have a timer in the movie that shows from the beginning of this action sequence, only nine minutes has passed, but then suddenly it's daytime outside. And I think Whoever was in charge of production here just said, oops, we'll try to fix it in post or we'll deal with it later. And you could tell that they tried to darken it a little bit in post, but it was still very obvious that that this was filmed in the middle of the afternoon. Just based on the clouds, the type of clouds in the sky, this isn't a mere nine minutes after dawn, you guys. But guess what, though? It doesn't matter because the action, though over the top in this scene, is interesting enough to look past it. And there are some very cool things just from a spectacle standpoint, that are interesting. At another point in the movie, the protagonist set off a bomb device in one of the in one of the locations related to the antagonist, and that is supposed to be an enormous explosion, like almost basically supposed to be a hydrogen bomb type of thing. 
Of course, when it does go off and the cast member, the, the protagonist, find themselves still in the area, they're able to outdrive the explosion in military vehicles. And after the main explosion, it acts as if there are multiple bombs placed periodically throughout the facility because bombs continue to happen in a very specific, organized fashion that almost looks like it was a chain reaction. And maybe it was something in the factory, but they don't explain that. But hey, it makes for some good tension creation, right? The strength of Idris Elba's character, the self-proclaimed Black Superman, if you've seen the trailer, is very inconsistent. And for some reason... If he punches something inanimate, it gets dented or shattered. But if he punches Johnson or Statham, they just fly through the air, dent nearby vehicles, and get up, face intact, somehow. There are some very impressive falls from extreme heights in this movie. And I'm it doesn't happen just once or twice. It happens multiple times to multiple characters. And everybody walks away without major injury. And if there is any injury, that injury certainly does not last very long. Okay. So that's I won't I won't keep going on and on. Of course, there's more ridiculous things in this movie, but that sort of thing's expected, right? I, I guess one legitimate complaint I do have is that the movie did feel too long. I think it needs to, to end about 30 minutes sooner. It needs to wrap up a little faster. But look, a lot of this movie is completely ridiculous. I know I keep using that word. It can be inconsistent. It can be cheesy, nonsensical. It can contain a faulty sense of time. And in some ways, it can just be straight up bad. That being said, a lot of critics are going to tell you that this movie is just horrendous, that your brain is akin to the this is your brain on drugs fried egg commercial. They'll tell you that this is an embarrassment to filmmaking, or they'll tell you your IQ points will either drop for watching it or you're watching it because you have a low IQ. The question I have, is there a place in this world for a movie like this? Are these critics right? Are you just stupid if you like this movie? Will it kill your brain cells to go enjoy it? Is an audience that watches it and enjoys it the evidence that we're devolving as a human race? First off to those credit critics, take it easy. The, the problem with those critics is they don't understand that this type of movie does have its place in our world. The thing is that those of low IQ and high IQ can come together for a good time. Some people just want to see Invincible Johnson and Statham overcoming insurmountable odds, all the while providing some pretty incredible action sequences. Some people completely understandably have crushes or man crushes on Jason on, on Jason Statham, Dwayne Johnson, or Idris Elba, or all of the above, and totally understandably so. When was the last time you got to drive a beefed-up sports car recklessly through the streets? Probably never. But you get to do it vicariously here. When was the time last time you chased someone off of a skyscraper, lassoed a helicopter from the back of a truck with a chain, outrun an ex outran an explosion, or fought off a super strength power with traditional Samoan weapons? I could go on and on. These are just they're just moments to live vicariously. They're adrenaline moments that we all wish we could do without getting killed, and we're getting to experience those on the big screen. If anything, film is a great medium to be able to provide that kind of experience. Yes, the movie's ridiculous. Yes, it's over the top. Yes, there are nonsensical moments and stupid things that happen in the movie. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have its place for sheer entertainment purposes. In my mind, there is a place for this movie. That's why it's a billion-dollar franchise, people. Don't expect more than you know you should, and you'll have a great time. Don't go in there expecting 
Amadeus or something from one of the great directors of our time. Just go with a friend who can also appreciate some nonsensical adrenaline and you'll have a good time. Go ahead, roll your eyes in the theater if you need to when something annoying or stupid happens. But let's remember that it is okay for someone to have a so-called guilty pleasure and then not everyone in the theater with you is a Neanderthal because they laughed at that stupid line The Rock said. I personally am going to give Hobbs and Shaw a D plus because yes, as a film, it's terrible. It has really stupid things in there that make no sense. But from a pure entertainment perspective, it has some things to offer. I think people will be entertained by this if they go with friends. If this is if this happens to be your thing, just go grab a friend and have a good time. Hey everybody, did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two Ts to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I see you at the movies.